This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Broads, this episode is brought to you by Wondery. If you are looking for a new podcast to listen to, you know, in between Chatty Broads episodes, you have to check out a podcast by Wondery. It's called Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera. I am obsessed with all of Wondery's podcasts. All of them. This one in particular is about the true story of Miriam Rivera. This podcast reveals how the TV series, There's Something About Miriam, impacted the lives of Miriam and the contestants, but also the rules of reality TV forever. Follow along as this podcast dives into the topics of gender, sexuality, and whether reality TV had gone too far. Follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early ad-free by joining Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts on the Wondery app. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, Frost. Hello. Mike and I have been talking already for quite some yes, time. Yeah. Honestly, we're typically pretty good about doing not doing that. Normally, we, we kind of we storm in and we I hold know. tight. But you and I hadn't talked since the party that we went to. So no. we were kind of having to catch up on a couple and, of things. Sorry, Broads. We wanted to talk about some things off mic, too. Obviously, there are some things that we cannot discuss <laughs> on mic always, even though we have you know decided in recent days we're like, we're going to just, you know, we're going to put some of our personal life anecdotes <laughs> yes. and stories yes. out there more yes. than yes. we yes. used to. Yes, yes, yes. Nerves, judgment, yes. horror, excitement, all the things. But there are still some I things. guess we should say, what well, in case you guys missed the last episode. Yes. We went to a party at a mutual friend's house. Actually, that was the same party that remember you talked about that one time when I was like I in my know. little dress. I almost wore that dress also. And that I would have made me probably a little emotion. I broads the first time that I saw Becca before you and I were ever introduced. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yes. Huh. Was at this same party a couple years ago. And you were like ago. flowing around and doing your thing. And I was like, oh, my God, look at her. Look at her. This goddess go. And then. Someone was like, oh, she's our friend of a friend. She's actually going to be on The Bachelor because we had all used to watch the show together. And then I met you like Girl, maybe that was a couple weeks after. Four years ago. Oh, my God. That was four years ago. <laughs> That's crazy. Right? I know. That's crazy. I mean, it makes sense. It was four years ago. I now have two kids. So, but Speaking of, I can't. The past few years have gone by so wildly quickly. Past couple months. We're halfway through December. Honey. I'm like, we were in August a minute ago, <laughs> just a minute and now ago. We're here. And Beck and I were looking over like our plans for episodes we're releasing Holy over shit, the next yeah. couple weeks. And I was like, oh, my God, we're almost done with the year. Yeah, this is wild. Yeah, we are. And we have. Broads, we have, some, <laughs> we have a major announcement, uh, some big news coming in a couple weeks on the 23rd on, on the, the 20, finale, yep. actually, the Bachelorette. So on the. Uh, the night we recap Michelle's finale, please stay tuned for a very uh, 
big announcement from us. Evan and Jess are getting divorced. We sorry, are. I had, sorry, I spoiled it. <laughs> we'll be spending the holidays <laughs> together, and after that, it's kaputs. <laughs> new year, new me. Fresh. That's why I, when yeah. I was getting my lips dissolved, I've got a oh, new yeah. face. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about that for a second? See, this is a throwback to four years ago as well. Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, talk about you... it. I, I want to hear about it. Okay. Well, I already heard a, about it. Take but... a quick pause yeah, 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 first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's let's. <laughs> Frauds. This episode is brought to you by Creatures of Habit. We all know that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but sometimes it's hard to figure out what to eat that is healthy, will keep you satisfied all day, and is ready in just minutes. We've got to tell you about Creatures of Habit. It's the best way to start the day. Creatures of Habit is protein-packed oatmeal that you can enjoy five different ways. Of course, you got the classics like mixing it with hot water or milk, but you can also toss the pack in a smoothie for an extra serving of protein. Or if you're in a pinch, just add water or milk, shake and drink. I literally eat Creatures of Habit multiple times a week. Uh, it's so delicious. And I even I throw a few pouches of it into my purse because it makes a great quick snack for those days when the hunger hits hard mm. and I'm in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Just a little yep. water. Bada bang, bada boom. Go to creaturesofhabit.com and use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's creatures with a K of habit.com. Use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. Creatures of habit, creatures with a K, promo code chatty for 20% off your first order. So yeah, new year, new me. Uh, I already told Becca about this. <laughs> I posted about it on Instagram, but I went and I got my lips dissolved at this. What? Oh, okay. First of all, imagine if someone like, even like 15 years ago, it was like I went and got my lips dissolved. You'd it's be like, like what the hell? <laughs> what in these newfangled goddamn times? <laughs> Someone's getting their mouth dissolved. I could not. Okay, so the place that I went, Rivkin Aesthetics, I cannot. I will literally be singing. I'm calling up all my friends and being like, you have to go here. Yeah. They were so amazing. Yeah. My filler, I had showed Becca before. My filler um, and I didn't, my lips were a little bigger than I wanted anyways, but then my filler had migrated and apparently I wasn't using, my old injector had put uh, the wrong type of filler. In. Help the people so they know. Don't put Voluma in your lips. Do not put it in your lips. It was migrating way past my lip line up into like my upper lip. It was making it puffy. Which is funny because I didn't even notice it. And, but then now seeing the difference. I can tell. It's like my face shape is different. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. So but it didn't, I didn't think it looked bad. Well, I appreciate that. But I was just like, I want to fix it. Yeah. It's and it also I'm like, it's migrating. It's not supposed to be there. Make it stop. <laughs> it's like fucking tremors. It's like the worm is like underneath the ground. Oh, and I no, like, like get it out like of here. <laughs> it's like, get it out of here. So <laughs> what if it like moved up and you look like Cindy Lou Who? Because there was like none in your body and it was just underneath your nose. I'm like, I'm just on theme for the holidays. That's all I'm trying to do. It was migrating below, too. It was weird. It was getting, like, into my chin area. Not good. I guess good. I don't even really know what filler is, so I don't really understand how it migrates. You know, I don't quite get it either. It's like a gel. Well, and I don't get how they dissolve it. Well, so they injected it with this thing, this yeah. substance. I forget the name of it. So if there are injectors listening, pardon me. But it's like this liquid, huh. and it goes in, and it just dissolves it and so my lips were so gigantic and filled with fluid she didn't get the, a photo I of it didn't because it went, away, it went away so fast because i i was driving it was like an hour back to my house yeah and i was like oh my god i'm gonna get great pictures oh, yeah. and and by the time even within an hour it was like way down wow and then within 24 hours all my lip filler was gone <laughs> 
And I won't tell you that I like I did wake up in the morning and I was, was a like, shock. oh, my God, who is this thin lipped bitch looking back at me? And then I saw Becca at the party and Becca's like, I have sweet memories of yeah, Jessica. Like, that was so cute. You're just like, this is, yeah. You're always like, still Jess. Big lips or not, but I'm like, oh, this is the Jess I met, which thanks. is nostalgic. Well, they're going to be back a little bit. Yeah. I'm going in a couple days um, and getting them filled properly by Bahari at Rifkin. And so I'm excited. Nice. But I just want I now I'm just going to get just a little nice. a little bit extra. Yeah. Just not not how they were before. But um, it yeah. is crazy that you did go. From big lips to, to small lips, to like small overnight. Lips. It's weird. Because I saw you on like, what? I saw you Tuesday? Wednesday? You saw me Wednesday. I saw you Wednesday and then and I saw, you saw you me Friday. Friday. <laughs> and, like, and, totally and I went to some lips. kind of stretch thick situation in my mouth <laughs> to like lines. It's to, just funny how fast you get used to it though. Like, do you feel used to it today? Or I not feel really? way more used to it today. Because it was first, like, I saw you at first and I was like, oh, you look different. But then now it's just like. The first 24 hours I called you and I was kind of panicking <laughs> because, um, we were going to this Christmas party and I haven't seen a lot of these people in years. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. I'm going to see people that I haven't seen in a really long time. And there was one in particular person that I kind of have a problem with who I wanted to make sure that I looked good for when that person came in. And so then I looked in the mirror and I was like, I don't know who I am Just anymore. <laughs> Just to flex a little bit. You know, you have to do it sometimes. And I'm like, I don't know who I am anymore. And so I was spiraling and Beckett made me feel better. Yeah, and I, was I, like, <laughs> I was like, don't worry. No one cares about our faces as much as we care about our faces. It's true. Yeah. And thank God it was dimly lit in there. So I could just really overline and you really couldn't tell a difference. No. But um, yeah, so... I'm excited to get it all sorts of refilled nice. and all that good stuff for the holidays. Is your bottom one your normal lip or no? Yeah. Slight filler. My bottom lip's always been quite a bit bigger than my upper lip, <laughs> which was always another issue for me. <laughs> Evan, Evan didn't notice either. Evan asked me that too. He was literally, he was looking at me and he was like, he was like, has your bottom lip always been that much bigger than your upper lip? And I was like, Yes. Okay. I'm. I, I remember one day looking in the mirror and Sorry smiling. Sorry, making your lip dysphoria worse. <laughs> no, I'm like. Oh. I remember looking in the mirror and smiling and realizing. I remember the day I realized that when I smile, I had zero upper lip, but then I had a like somewhat of a bottom yeah. lip. Yeah. And I remember just being like, "Hmm, we could work on <laughs> someday soon. Someday, That'll one change. day, we'll That'll figure change. it out." But anywho. That was a lip saga. So if I look different in the YouTube, that's why. And people were asking me yeah. for updates yeah. and pretty much pain-free and it's huh. gone. So here we are. Is it ex more expensive than lip filler or less? Um, It's a little more expensive. Oh. It's a little more expensive. That's but it always is. I know. I know. Tattoo removal, all that kind of stuff. It's always... I know. When you're like, damn it, I made a mistake <laughs> and now it costs more. I didn't think okay. I made a mistake. Wasn't it supposed to be the injector's issue? Mm. I don't know. Mm. Um, but uh, people were also sending me DMs. And they're like, oh, hasn't yeah. your sweet mouth been through enough? And I was like, listen, I want to get, I'm like, my, I'm already in pain. Yeah. So I might as well do this while I'm in pain. I'm like, I consulted with my oral surgeon with the injectors. And they're like, you're good to go with what I had going on. And I'm like, I'm just going to do this all now. 
Bada bing, bada boom. And it didn't hurt either. So it and was like, congratulations. Whatever. I can hear your packing is gone, honey. My packing is gone. <laughs> Back at the party. <laughs> she was like, I'm not supposed to let alcohol sit in it. So I'm just trying to throw back my drink to the back, you know, like the back of my throat. And I was like, what about a straw? And you're like, no, the tissue is so thin in the back that if I suck through a straw, it might burst. <laughs> this like, bitch. <laughs> you only had like one drink, didn't you? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me I don't, too. I'm one. We're old women. We're old. We're also, that's not, we're not like that. You and I just aren't big. It just feels like more of a hassle than anything. First of all, yeah. consuming the amount of liquid to get drunk if you're not taking shots is yes. just like, forget about it. Like, I, I'd rather just be drinking on my water bottle. Yeah. It, maybe if I had a straw and a drink like this with with an alcoholic beverage, I could. Mm-hmm. I also don't like to sit my way through the night. I don't like the feeling, personally. It's not for me. I like feeling in control and I feel like I have enough nervous, um, I want to say nervous energy, but maybe it's not nervous energy. I feel an, enough adrenaline being around yeah, no, people. Do, for sure, for sure. For you, sure. you and I are both like this where it's like when we're around people, we're already buzzy enough that I'm like, if I have too much. I've always been like that at concerts. Like at concerts, I will almost always choose to go stone cold sober because mm-hmm. the energy of the crowd and of everything that's happening, I just want to like be fully oh, yeah. present. You're pulsating. Gr- granted, like at a party or something, I think I like to be around like three or four drinks and like just be like, I want to feel that feeling where you go, ooh, I want to have another drink. Like, ooh, because I feel good right now. But you don't and you're just like... The only time it takes me, it just, I don't usually get there. Yeah. The only time that I'll be a little more like, except obviously for the (laughs) bachelor event recently that I'm normally like, oh, you know, throwing back a little more is when I'm really like with just close friends and I'm like in a comfort feeling super comfortable. Also, let's be real. If you know, you don't have to wake up in the morning with your children. That facts That, that is in the back of my head always. I'm like, bro, of I'm going to get home at two o'clock in the morning. I'm going to have to wake up two hours later then I wake up another two hours later and then I'm going to be up at 645. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. That's <laughs> the rest of my day no. gone. No, absolutely not. No. So how was your time at the party? I wasn't there for very long, <laughs> granted. You were there. I thought you I stayed. You stayed a good I was, amount. I was, I was, you stayed I a good amount. You definitely were one of the first ones who got there. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, oh, my God. This is so fucking funny. So we, the party invitation is at 730. Uh-huh. And we're driving. And I look at our arrival time and I'm like, oh, my God. Only <laughs> LA people will, or big city people, I feel like, will get this. Uh-huh. Um, you look at the time and you're like, oh, we're going to get there at 8.20. The party's supposed to start at 7.30. We're going to get there at 8.20. I'm like, fuck, that's not even a full hour after the starting time. I'm like, bitch, we're going to degray. I'm like, we're going to be the first people there. Oh, no, no. And he's like, call Jeff F- S- Evan Evanescence. Call Evan and Jess right now. <laughs> he's all suddenly all serious about it. Call them right now. So I call. I just picked up. She's like, hey, we're going to get in our Uber right now. We're going to be there in 15. And we're like, thank God we'll be there in 10 minutes. And I'm like, why? What's up? <laughs> and I was like, we realized we're not even there a full hour after the party's supposed to start. And, and Becca, by the way, was just like, you know, she was like, there's not going to be anybody there. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure there's going to be people there. You're good. So with my stupid bidding, they go inside and I come in like 10 minutes after. Four other people. Four other people. <laughs> Four. And you're just like, well, hello. So I mean, it actually, 
the funny thing was, is I had been anticipating, we have to drive 55 minutes to get there because we live in Long Beach. So I was anticipating the whole time, like there's going to be, because their parties do generally get a little, they start rolling and they get popping. It's not a big house and you it gets, like, can't really move. It, and gets, like, it gets, can get a little hectic. Last time I was there, fucking, uh, what's her name? Not, what was her name? Actress. Oh, uh, oh, um, guess that celebrity. Oh, oh, Rodriguez. Fast and Furious, right? Yes, yes, yes. What's her name? What's uh, her name? What's her name? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez was there with a hoodie pulled over, like practically her eyes, and was like, "Where is the trash can?" <laughs> to me, and I was like, "Oh." right over there you're like oh hello michelle but anyway so it's like kind of it's been that vibe before there's like a lot of people you don't know who's gonna show up all that kind of thing there's always a couple surprise guests right sure um in a small home so i was getting actually a little anxious on the drive being like oh it's gonna be loud like (laughs) i'm gonna have to talk to some of these people who haven't seen like two and a half years like starting to get a little anxious and then we walked in and there's like four people there and i did know like three out of four of them then i was like Oh, and I yeah. actually kind of took an exhale and I oh, was that's good. It was okay. the opposite. Actually, I was like, oh, good. And Liz was okay. like, look, you guys are the only ones here, you know, and then like Sarah was. And so it was actually kind of nice. I was like, oh, no pressure. You know, we're just relaxing. We're just going to eat the snacks and kick that's it. And I good. do know these people. So okay. and then you guys got there. And so it was actually for me, best case scenario, because then I got to be there as it slowly picked up as people started entering, arriving. It was, okay. it was, it was actually I, I liked it in okay. that situation. I'm glad then that you felt that way. I like I enjoy being there early when it's like very close friends of mm-hmm. mine because then we can kind of like you know have our moment together before everyone comes right but when it's like we're friends but we're not close yeah. and i show up early i am in full panic attack. see i'm not like super close with our friends but also i they are such They're, easy to be around yeah. people yeah it wouldn't matter if we were actually the first ones there. Yeah, it's they're like they're the most low the key. sweetest. Yeah. So, um, so I was, I was, I was happy about that. But then yesterday, and what fucking killed me too is, did you know? I mean, you know, we've talked about it now, but apparently, LA, they're they're calling it like the purge. They're right calling now. just broads. I just want you to know that they're calling our city the purge. <laughs> I had no idea. They're until sending Saturday. out. They've been sending out a text messages I to have- us. Uh, if you're a resident in LA, you might have received I a text, get the text message. I think it's more. Um, so apparently, I get my LA citizen card revoked. I think it's more not just. I know you're technically in LA County, yeah. but I think it's a little more like localized yeah. where we're getting the messages that they're saying that like, hey, just FYI, LA's the purge now. Crime is out of control. Don't come visit, everyone. They they went and they publicly made a statement that tourists should not come to L.A. right now because they cannot guarantee your safety. Like, there's been a lot of shit happening the past couple weeks. Um, so I've been just like, like muggings, being held at gunpoint, just a lot of robbery and lots, like, yeah. of, lots of robbery, lots of robbery and like and in big groups and individual like it's just it's just been absolute chaos like all of our malls have i mean the malls that i've gone to straight up have like barbed wire around them right now (laughs) like just a mall because people are just it's it's wild right now um but i think it's just a phase and (laughs) it'll pass you guys it'll pass we're good Housing prices are still going up. Don't worry about us. For the love of God, we could never afford a thing, but, you know, it'll pass. It's just 
a holiday it's phase. It's a sign of the times. <laughs> I think it's the holiday phase. It's, it's just, you know, the holidays. That's all. We'll be done soon. I looked at Evan yesterday and I was like, should we leave? I was getting so many alerts. And my dad goes, you got to get out of there. I was getting so like, many I alerts. I know. I love it here. That's the thing. I have my citizen app, which yeah. is like, you know, where you get yeah. your alerts. And it was in, in a 30 minute span the amount of dings that were going off on my phone with different crimes that were happening, like within a mile of us, I just looked at Evan and I was like, "Is this a sign?" <laughs> and by sign, I mean literal text that I'm getting, <laughs> telling me to leave this. Hey, city. this is dangerous, bitch! Get out of here! This city that's on fire that's for some reason costs so much money. It's actually the crazy thing is there weren't any fires this year. I know. God bless. Anyway, enough of the LA talk. Should we become jewelry thieves? Perhaps in the new year. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Perhaps let us know if. Let us know if I should hit up. You know, I love TJ Maxx. That would be where I would go. But the bargains are so good. They're basically giving it to you for free. <laughs> not a plug for TJ Maxx. <laughs> this episode not sponsored by. Speaking of yeah, plugs, yeah, yeah, should yeah, we take yeah, a yeah, quick yeah, let's pause? A let's, let's, take, let's take a quick pause. <laughs> you could ask any pet owner what they love most about their pets. And you'll certainly get answers like, I love how loyal they are, or I love how sweet they are. But one thing you're not going to hear is, I love all the smells that come with the pet. Especially when we're talking about a cat in a litter box. No one likes how a litter box smells. But if you use Pretty Litter, you don't have to worry about that. I'm speaking from experience here. Pretty Litter is the best cat litter. I have two cats at home. And unless you saw them, you'd have no idea. Thanks to Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals that trap odor instantly, I never get a whiff of a litter box. And plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means so much less scooping. And the second best thing about Pretty Litter is there's no mess. There's nothing worse than finding kitty litter around the house from your cat's paws. Ugh. But Pretty Litter's super light crystal base minimizes all of the dust and the mess. But the coolest thing about Pretty Litter is it looks out for your cat's health. Pretty Litter will change colors to help detect early signs of potential illness like urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are notoriously um, known for not letting you know when they don't mm. feel good. Um, and using Pretty Litter can help you uh, help give you a little peace of mind while helping make sure your cat stays healthy. Make the switch to Pretty Litter today. It's just good sense. Go to Pretty Litter. Dot com and use promo code chatty for 20% off your first order. I just got that that was a, a play on words. It's just good sense. Oh, wow. Did you get that? I did not. That's some good copy. There we go. That's prettylitter.com. <laughs> promo code chatty for 20% off. Prettylitter.com. Promo code chatty. Okay, broads. I love the holidays because it seems like every other night there's a reason to get dressed up just like we're talking about. You know, there's a Christmas yes. party, there's a work party, family dinners, a night out on the town. Every night feels like a special occasion. And don't get me wrong, I love dressing up, but getting home and getting comfortable at the end of the night, nothing beats it. The first thing I grab when I want to get cozy is one of my favorite loungewear sets from Third Love. They really understand comfort. They really do. Okay, if you listen to us, you know we rave about Third Love's bras all the time. Seriously, do not pass over their loungewear section. My absolute favorite set is the Wonder Knit Pajama Short in Henley. I have this set in just about every color it comes in. It's so cozy, perfect for snuggling up in bed or lounging on the couch. It's so obvious from the second you put on a third love piece. The comfort is their number one focus. Every stitch is thoughtful and every fabric is thoroughly tested, all for the sake of keeping you cozy. Mm -hmm. And if you're not quite done with your holiday shopping or maybe you haven't even started, let me just say that a set from third love makes the perfect present. Moms, grandmas, sisters, friends, everyone will love a lounge set from third love. Trust us. And if you're not 
not sure, you can shop with confidence because Third Love offers exchanges and returns for 60 days. So give the gift of cozy this season with Third Love. Feeling is believing broads. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. And right now you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash chatty. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash chatty. So, yeah, they hired a security guard uh, <laughs> for the party just to be safe, which yeah, I appreciated. Yeah. But it was just funny when there was four people there. And they, the yeah, we were dying laughing. And God bless. This isn't like we're not talking Beverly Hills. Like no. it was like our friends. You know, this is a small friend's yeah. party. Yeah. And one of our friends hired the security guard. It did start to fill up, though. But it's good if people are going out to smoke or something in the front yard. Mm-hmm. It's like good to have someone keep a little eye out. Even with the security guard, a couple got in that. We did not know. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. No way. Yeah, after you left. No way. <laughs> no way. Yep. Crazy, right? Straight up. No, no, no. Tell me everything. Tell so, me everything. I mean, how did they figure out that they, that they no one knew this couple? It basically just got passed around. Like, so, um, they seemed nice. <laughs> they just came in. They, though, they didn't know anybody and they walked in, I think, everybody there was a little bit like who's that who's that and then they were like hanging out and like getting drinks and some food and whatever and it was like they were dressed like for a party but then we quickly came to realize via like telephone because it was like oh who's that person that it was like oh none of us knew who they were and by the time that we figured it out they had like slipped out the back did they take anything um i think they just had some drinks and some food. They were just like, oh. hey, we're hungry. Like, we want to have a little a little wine. And then they were, like, dressed for a party. Maybe they were on their way to another one and just went through. Sometimes people, I mean, I've done that before where I just, like, walk into someone's house party. Have you not done that before? Under what circumstance? Like, they're, and again, they're on, like, a random street. Like, under what circumstance? It is random. <laughs> um, no, like, you know, like on Halloween before where it's like, oh, that there's a bunch of people outside oh. having a house party. And, like, I just walked in with I feel like friend. in college, yeah. probably. So I kind of got maybe more of that energy. Like, okay. not so much, like, you know, they're going to be here and, like, take something. Yeah. But uh, Like wedding crashers. Yes, definitely more. But, like, Holiday you know, wanted to enjoy some food, some drinks. Some good you company. Know? Yeah. They weren't really talking to anyone, but they, you know. They got their, uh, they got the goods and they, they left. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. That is so funny. So I'm like, we have the security guard, but so funny. really what, what happened? Not much. That is so funny. Not much. Mm-hmm. I did actually, uh, I did run into an old friend. So that was interesting. Yes. I, I want to talk about this. Yeah. Um, so this old friend that you ran into, yeah, I mean, we used to be really close friends and then I don't know, had a like a little bit of a falling out, nothing super dramatic, but just like I basically like wasn't didn't feel like my needs were getting met in the friendship and mm-hmm. also just felt like there were some attitudes towards me that I just felt were like not really appropriate. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but and just like through the grapevine hearing things they were saying to other people about me i'm just like no i don't this is not really like a friendship i value super strongly anymore mm-hmm. because of those things and like maybe it would be different if that person like you know apologized to me about some things but they seem to think from what i've heard they seem to think that i'm the one who's sort of in the wrong and the friendship mm-hmm. and like Mm-hmm. All of that, you know, sometimes you get to a point and it's nothing super dramatic and we had never actually really had a conversation about it, but I just kind of like pulled back, kind of pulled back and yeah. out of the friendship. And uh, sometimes that's just the way that it's, it's almost the best way to handle it without 
if you're, I feel like if you're not in a place where you're like, I really need to salvage this friendship and I want to continue on. Sometimes you're like, you hit a, a certain moment and you go, maybe this isn't just the right time for us right now. And then you just drift apart. Well, yeah. And also it's like, you know, time is precious and you have other friends that yeah. you feel like are just a better fit for where you're at in your life or mm -hmm. whatever. I don't know. And I'm the kind of person like, I, I really do not cut people out easily. However, if, I feel really slighted and insulted and I just feel done. I'm done. I'm over it. I don't mm -hmm. really think about them twice. I don't really miss them. And that's just kind of is what it is. But nevertheless, I had not seen this person since we had sort of like drifted away. And so I was kind of like. And it was the one person you had mentioned to me where you're like, like, I, I really hope I don't bump into this person. <laughs> Cut to your back facing the door. I'm looking at the door. The person walks in and I go, oh, fuck. And my dramatic ass was like, everybody block her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, can't get Becca. <laughs> like, well, what was really, you. what was really funny too is that, well, here, this is what I told you. I go, yeah. they came up to hug. So my back was to the door. So they came yes, up to was. hug you and Evan. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you know. Hey, Alice. Mm -hmm. Say Alice. We're going to make up yeah. names. Hey, Alice. Episode. You know, oh, hey, Alice. Uh -huh. You know, just, you know, hi. And then it was, like, it was like, oh, hey, Becca. Like, oh, my God. And what you said was, which I thought was really funny. Well, when this person walked into the door, you were clearly the first person that they clocked. It was like they I saw the oh shit on their face the second that you walked in. And then they beelined for us who were standing right next to you. Right. And did the most right. obvious, like, <laughs> hey, hey, oh my God, Becca. And I'm like, oh. crazy seeing you here with your close friends. And then I have to give you massive credit because you did what I always attempt to do, which I don't do, which is stay grounded, huh. stay calm, and not try to overcompensate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I am the queen of overcompensation when I'm uncomfortable. If I had, if I have had an argument or don't uh -huh. care for somebody I can be extreme on where I'm yeah. like hey how are you and just be like you know I look so cute because I'm so like so high yeah, it just keeps getting higher and <laughs> higher and higher and I'm so nervous and uncomfortable yeah. that's just how I yeah, how there. I cope right but you were just the person was the person who I had never seen flustered before was fluttering around you like a butterfly and you were just smiling and kind and grounded but you were not giving anything more than what you were comfortable with and i was just watching i was by the way like two feet from you but i just had an eyeball <laughs> i was just like basically <laughs> had my face in your conversation because i was like oh my god you did it thanks the, queen the boundaries were up but not in a way that but like i mean you bet your boundaries are your boundaries right, so right, even right. if they were right. even if cold. they were quote unquote cold yeah. you have every right to have that but i was so i was like wow like Beautiful balance, like just just the boundaries well, were, were were crushing. Thank it. you. I had this feeling like I I was like, well, I had sort of thought it out, and I'm like, well, I want to be honest. So what's funny is that they had tried to Facetime me before, like literally the day before, for the first time in forever, like mm -hmm. forever. That's wild. And I had just ignored it. Um, but that was like one of the first things I said. I was like, oh, you tried to Facetime me yesterday, and I didn't pick up. You know, like not. I was just like, you know. <laughs> I want to throw it out there, which you know? I live for. But I, I, that's my thing. It was like, listen, this is this is the absolute. This is the directness that we're looking for. Mm. Like you're, you didn't lie. You didn't say like, 
oh my god you called i didn't see it was right. like no you're honest you're like i saw you called and i didn't pick up <laughs> they didn't even bring it up but i was like i feel like i have to bring this up you yeah, know you're like, like i know that like you know that you called me right i know and it i'm was seeing a, you now 24 I know hours it later a butt dial, right. let's be honest right so yeah and they were just like you know how are you and i was just like i'm good you know i'm great how how are you you know oh that's great you know i'm crazy you know and uh i am getting better at this in my older age i kind of just at some point kind of just let it sit there i was like yeah yeah you just let it simmer which my the males in my Ooh. family are so good at like my dad will do that where he just goes yeah <laughs> and he'll just like look at you just, and the person is just like blah, 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 and they just start talking because they just don't know what spill. the fuck to do you just keep that solid eye contact and my little brother is good that he was just telling me this weekend he's like yeah sometimes when someone says something rude to me like he's a busboy right now and he's like yeah my friend said to me like they were they were teasing me they're like oh i like at a party they're like oh aren't you a busboy and he he said he didn't even answer them he just looked at them like this oh it's so good <laughs> That's so good. Just, it's like, what else, What are you supposed to do? And he just held it, didn't say a word. And it was just like, just looking at them with this kind of like blank stare. And then it makes them so, so clearly rude. Like it's so, it's like a mirror where you're like, if you just smile and stare, you're literally just holding up a mirror and the person is just left with their last word. And they're like <laughs> having to read, like, like to really recalibrate what they said and then sit with it. Yeah. Yeah, that was my my brother shared that strategy or how sometimes I'll go, someone will say something like, you know, rude or whatever. And uh-huh. he'll just go, yeah. God, okay. This is, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm doing that next time because for this you, specific party, I had already planned what I was going to say to us uh-huh. because I knew that this, there was a specific person that was going to show up uh-huh. and I knew they were going to say something uh-huh. rude and belittling to me because they always do. <laughs> and normally, <Unreal. laughs> it's crazy. Unreal. And normally, again, my defense mechanism is like, I'll shit on myself harder so that you I take that power away from you, which yes. I think sometimes yeah. it can work. It can work, but it's more like sometimes I do that because I'm enjoying it and I don't take myself too seriously. But when the person does it over and over and it doesn't stop, then all of a sudden I've realized where I'm like, oh, now I'm doing it. I'm not doing it because it makes me feel good. I'm doing it because I'm panicky. It's a and defense I, mechanism. Exactly. Instead of like what you need is to disarm them. Exactly. And and so I literally had planned that I'm like, I'm going to see this person. And I told Evan, this, this is just, oh my God. I had planned, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I'm just going to say this time. If they come up to me and say anything, I'm just going to have a big smile. And I'm just going to be like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> that was really rude. <laughs> and then walk away. But the better idea is just to smile and stare them dead in the eyes. Yeah, and do that kind of half smile where you're just kind of like, oh, that's like, like, kind of like, oh, you know, you know, kind of like where you're like, oh, it's a little embarrassing for you. Yeah. You you just said that and just silence. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much better. So when when I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, then they were like. Oh, you know, I got to go, you know, and then left. I was like, poof. Did it. <laughs> Did it. I saw it with Check my that box. I saw it with Whoa. my very own eyes Whoa. and the techniques that you were using, they really worked. And I was Thank like, you. we're taking note for future boundaries with people where it's like, I don't I'm here and I'm not gonna be rude to you, but I also don't wanna have a conversation right now. Like and, we're good. We said hello, we're fine, like And like a child, you're not giving them anything. Well, that that's maybe not appropriate for my situation, but when you're talking about your situation. Mm-hmm. 
that person's looking for a reaction, for any sure. reaction, you know, and if you just do no reaction. I'm going to do that next time. Oh, I can't wait to hear how that goes. Uh, the per- this person. Make sure you're in their space soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got to try. This person did say rude things to oh me. Surprise, God. surprise. I'll tell you this. I didn't do either of those things, unfortunately. I didn't do the rude thing. God damn it. But I told myself, I was like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So this person, um, this individual, like I said, they always have gone out of their way to say like very like brood like passive aggressive weird things to me they um, actually are jealous of you you know how people always say oh honey they're jealous they're jealous of you in some capacity there must be something there like why are they going out of their way to attack you i'm not sure you know? i'm not sure because Jealousy. i've never been anything but nice but um it's a very strange situation <laughs> uh because we were never friends and it was kind of it was it was like the day i met this person it, it was a weird comment and it was like Whoa. Oh, oh gosh okay oh. this is so i'm like what did i do you know what i think you're just living in your authentic life and i think that's really hard for some people to see i'm sh- and and you know what i know before i'm not always living my authentic life but before i was yeah. i felt that way for sure yeah. when i felt very like um i wasn't being honest with who i was like i've had massively negative feelings towards people who were i'd be like yeah. oh my god they're I probably would have looked at someone like me and been like, she's obnoxious, she's over the top, she's dramatic, blah, blah, blah. I still get that way too with some people and I have to check myself and yeah, be like, no, dude, you're too. feeling insecure. You just want to be like them. Me too. And I'm like, oh man, I just, I, I, I know that I would have felt that way about how I act now because I'm more comfortable with who I am. Um, but yeah, so uh, this person, this, <laughs> this specific time I had told Becca, I'm like, oh God, I don't want to see them. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. And I was just feeling, I was in an insecure pocket. I was in an insecure yeah. And week. your lips were gone. My Number one, my lips were gone. Number one, we're talking, <laughs> these are no longer lips. These are, these are slabs of slate that I'm trying to operate with. Number two, <laughs> you know when you just have an insecure week yeah. where you're just in your head about everything. I was yeah. just in that zone. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. You know, and so I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm already feeling a little nervous to see people I haven't for a long time feeling this way, let alone someone I know Who's going to take a low blow at any opportunity? So the person did. I avoided them for a while. And then the person came up just without me even engaging, came up and right away, you know, made some comment about them being more attractive than me. I mean, it was just wild. They were mocking the way that I was doing something. The mocking was crazy. <laughs> the mocking was wild. Just like blatantly looking at me like mocking. And being like, I'm Jess. Yeah, literally. Like, I'm Jess. Watch me do this. And I was like, this is... This is some wild shit. Like, like I wasn't even prepared to combat like, this. That's why I didn't even say anything because I was just a little thrown off. Not just a little. I was a lot thrown off. Yeah. Did you laugh? Like, what did you do in that moment? With I that really, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I was a little like, I was so Adrenaline shaken that like, I, but I was, I had been in the middle of like dancing and talking with friends and like going back and forth. So I think I just kind of like turned and started talking to somebody else like organically, but I just was like, what? is happening you think you probably just had a confused smile and kind of just yeah yeah. i probably just laughed and like turned around i think um but i texted becca the next day because i was like you know in the past i'd been mad and in this Mm. specific situation it was so blatant especially when i had been going out of my way to like even just avoid conversation that it was so blatant that Mm. i was like it made me my heart hurt because kind of just what we were talking about. Yeah, I saw, compassion. well, I saw me yeah. 
which again sounds so like I've gotten past that, which I no. haven't. But I saw me in, in in very clear memories of me in certain circumstances where it's like, okay, maybe I'm not I'm not wired in the way I've never been wired in the way where I'm going to go up to somebody and say something mean like that to their face. But you better believe that I've been like insecure because of someone for whatever reason and gone and talked shit about them to my friends. Right. And so I was like, there's clearly something that I do that rubs this person the wrong way that they feel like they need to say that to me. Yeah, totally. And it's one of two things. Either one, there's insecurity, which then makes me be like, I get that. I feel that deeply. I felt that that night. Yeah. And you and I have that in common right now. Right. We're both two right. insecure people being insecure around each other. Yeah. Or two. But she doesn't see that in you. That's the difference, by the way, too. There was this part of me that when I went back, I'm like, part of me wishes I would have been like, I feel kind of insecure too. Like, just acknowledge that moment. <laughs> Holy fuck. If that person had like been written you and you would say, it's okay. Sometimes I get insecure too. <laughs> been crazy <laughs> that would have been fucking <laughs> crazy dude i also feel insecure tonight <laughs> that is incredible that is it can you imagine how would they have responded that's very disarming <laughs> like, that's what you could have said to them oh my god guys you never heard the story about this bitch in hawaii oh, on the beach talk about that one day one holy, day we're gonna talk about smokes. it years ago jess had quite the encounter with a similarly insecure woman on the beach who was out to murder her basically uh yeah, you'll hear more about I, that later i think sometimes i wear a sign that says like attack me <laughs> vulnerable Please attack. I told you, though, I realized someone took random photos of me without that I didn't know of the other day. And I saw these photos. I'm like, I had this big, goofy smile. And I just kind of looked like I had a <laughs> sun on my forehead. So like, like, someone attack me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I feel like, uh, I was, I was like, I seem nice. You can dump your shit on me. I think people see a, a person who is maybe if, if you are not even su super secure and confident at the moment like on the beach in Hawaii don't worry brother we will tell the story one day one day but um it's when we got had audio lost so tragic but RIP <laughs> I think that even if you're in a moment of insecurity you're still a vibrant alive happy person and I think Thank people you. see that and they're like hey, yeah. <laughs> I was just trying choke out the light <laughs> smother it well, then, thank you. That's very nice. My thing is this: like, I I am a very, I've always been a very insecure person. But the one thing I do to give myself a little little love is that I do love having a good time. Mm -hmm. So I'll be insecure up until the moment that I step into a room with people, and then normally my I will let my fun take over. Yes, and I, that's the thing. I think you don't uh, to people who don't know you super well, and even to people who do know you super well. I don't think you come off as someone who's not confident so i think that to be honest if that person knew that you were feeling insecure maybe they could, would probably yeah. be very shocked by that maybe i should have just grabbed this person's hand and been like i feel a little insecure sometimes you could do that you could do that and hey you like, could do that next time you see them hey grab them by the hand before they even let's say anything to me i just want to let you know just out of nowhere sometimes i feel insecure too oh my god either they'd slap me or, or start crying. they'd start crying yeah. it's one of the two so that's the thing okay so either they're insecure and again, in that moment, sure. I was also feeling insecure. Yeah. So I, I, I'm there with you. <laughs> I'm there with you. We're, We're both. We're both in each other's Aww. insecure orbit. Or they just don't like me, and that's okay. And I have to know. But if you're going out of your way to 
I mean, they were attacking you. <laughs> they were. They were attacking you. Yes. If you're going out of your way, and they don't know you that well. It's different. It's True. different if you know someone well and you don't like them because you're like, dude, you are a shitty person. The way you treat people is not right. I don't like the attitude you have constantly. That's different. True. Then you might make a little comment or something like that, you know, a True. little here and there. I've been there. I've done it. This person does not know you that well. And like you said, from the moment they met you. They were making offhand comments. That to me does not say that they have some, that that means they are, they feel threatened by you. That makes me, it makes me feel like it, there probably is something and I have definitely taken, um, you know, I've taken note from other people I know who know them. Like, do they also do this to you? And it's not normally yes. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, let's just say even they, let's just say they just don't like me. Yeah. That's also something I need to work through where I'm like, but it's not okay for someone to be mean to you. No, it's never okay for someone to be mean yeah. to you like that. And so I have to, again, protect myself. And I was like, okay, taking note from Boundary Queen that mm-hmm. I saw earlier oh, that I'm like, listen, like, and I, I did, I considered it a win for me that I was able to completely avoid this person until they came up to me because yeah. old me would be like, I'm going to go talk to them because I need them to like me. I'm going to win them over. Yeah. And in this and in this situation, I was like, nah. You know what you could also say to them? You could also say, you could also go, hey, that kind of hurts my feelings. That wasn't very nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Because that's, that's really vulnerable. Just too. honest. Uh-huh, yeah. It's like, I, what are you supposed to say to that? Be like, I didn't mean to or. I mean, again, and, I, and I've done that before to people and they go like this. Someone's a little sensitive. Someone's a little touchy. Yeah. Which. And then you go, yeah, I am. I just prefer you not to talk to me Honestly, like that. Honestly, when you just said that, I just, I was just skyrocketed back into childhood trauma, which is like <laughs> me sitting at the table with my family, getting emotional because they said something that hurt my feelings and me being like, you guys that actually really hurt my feelings. Then being like, whoa, someone's emotional, someone's sensitive. And then me bursting out in tears and running into my room <laughs> and shutting the door and being like, I don't want Christmas anymore. Yeah. And I've been on the other side of that too, of also trying to be tough girl to family members and stuff and be like don't be so sensitive (laughs) you're just like i can take it (laughs) i can take it why can't you you know eye twitching uh but yeah it was you know it was um there were some lessons learned there were some lessons learned and it was good because i felt like i walked away and like i was telling you about i'm like i wasn't for the first time our interactions with this person i'm like i wasn't angry i was like oh man that was really that was really blatant and obvious and like they there's clearly something yeah. and that's okay and I, I pity you pity you you fool <laughs> you fool <laughs> but it was like it's okay and yeah. I'm I'm you know it sucks that person is is hurting in that way or feels the need and I remember it's sad that you're better than I've, them <laughs> <laughs> for all the times that I've excelled yeah. but that's that's a big step in growth for you that you're able to be like. Mm. That sucks for this person rather than being like, how dare they? Because that's what they want from you, too. I did feel good about it. And I and to be completely frank with you, I felt really good about it um, in like in general. I was like, wow, this is like a full success. I didn't approach them. I when they said something to me, I didn't get in my head and I was yeah. able to still have a good time. Yeah. But where I did let it catch up to me. Mm. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Was that at one point in the evening, I saw my husband talking to them too nicely. No way. 
and I let him no way at the end of the night. Oh yeah, oh yeah, let him have it. One two, have it at the end of the night. Cut to a full blown fight till like four in the morning. Because I was like, because I was like, because I was too, I was like, I was mature and I moved (laughs) on and I handled it. I'm like, but you are supposed to be on my team. I'm like, you are supposed to be the one person who's on my team, regardless of what happens. And you should have fully ignored them. Now, granted, again, it was this was then my (laughs) this was my immaturity. It's not like the man went up and engaged. Yeah, it was. He's like caressing her arm. Yeah, he's just like. The tendrils of her hair. Just, Hello. Just, just running. <laughs> I'm just like. Brushes it back behind their ear. He didn't engage. Right. And I saw the whole thing happen. Yeah. But I was still. He's being polite. But that's yeah. where. But but he was being polite. But then I was also like too much. <laughs> too much polite going on here. I'm like, you, I'm like you could have cut it to two minutes. Not as big as smiles. You could have moved on quickly. You know how I felt. I told you before we got to the party that that person was going to be there. I was annoyed, insecure. So you should have known to ice them. You should have known that the second they came up to you, you should have just put your hand up and been like, can't uh-uh. talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> yep. So there my immaturity got to me and I was a little explosive later in the night. Um, but step by step. <laughs> One step at a time. Oh, <laughs> man. The other day, Gray and I got in a fight because he said, uh, um, we were talking about like, it's 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 the age old fight, especially when you have a family. The distribution of mm-hmm. chores and effort in the house and the caretaking of the children, et cetera. It's, mm-hmm. it's the age old fight. Yeah. And he said something like, uh, oh, my God. Oh, no. He goes, he goes uh, I feel like sometimes you're just checking out. And I was like, Check it out! <laughs> and the kids were in the backyard and the I think like one of the windows were open. I like walked out. And Ruth was like, stop, stop. She always does it when we raise our voices, stop. And then I felt bad. And then after when we made up, I came out and we we're like hugging and we we're like, see, we were angry at each other, but we still love each other. But oh, oh sometimes I get triggered like, and I just lose it. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to right now? No. You see what I fucking did? Would you ever do this? Would you ever do this? No, you wouldn't. There are certain phrases that it's like you cross that line, you say this, it's game over. And that's just reverbing in your head. And then it's like I don't I know for myself, I don't even I don't even know then what I'm saying to the person anymore. I'm just like defending myself and punishing and like literally just saying every fight. I meant bringing up every fight we've ever gotten to, which is healthy. Take your relationship tips from us. We know what we're doing. We know when what we're doing, you are, people. When you are upset by something your partner says, make sure that you bring Punch up every them. single art- or argument you've ever had mm-hmm. with them. Punish them relentlessly for at least once a week. Bring receipts <laughs> if you have them, you know? Times you didn't pick, they forgot to pick you up at the airport. You know, don't times... S- and- don't speak to them. Just oh, yeah, long, yeah, yeah. That's good. angry that's good. stares. That's good, actually. So um, something that's really healthy for your relationship is the silent treatment. And sometimes, yeah. you know, I don't talk to Grayson for two weeks. I don't make mm-hmm. eye contact with him. Make sure you um, only sleep on him. the couch. Yes. And don't don't make them sleep on the couch because that's the, that's you being like, go sleep on the couch. No, no, no. You by choice sleep on the couch. You want no part of them. See, I went, okay, occasionally I do go sleep on the couch. But you know why? I do. I occasionally do all these things that we're talking about <laughs> jokingly that we're saying. I can't do, do silent treatment. You, you're going to get it that i am 
grade A plus 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 <laughs> silent treatment ice queen. That's a temptation station for me big time Woo! to not lean into the silent treatment. Woo! I used to try to do that to my mom and sister and then I'd like see something and be like, you guys, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> I have to tell you about this. <laughs> uh, oh no, I'm, I'm, um, that's uh, it's a skill that I have. Uh-huh. And it's hard not to use it sometimes because Evan's like you. Evan can't do the silent no. treatment. So he is truly tortured when I do the silent treatment. So I know that it has a really big impact. So then it's hard not to wield it when I'm very upset. I'm just manipulative. I like to try to twist my partner's words to mm. mean something that they didn't intend them to so I can punish them for that. Ooh, you I know, like that. that's Ooh. a good technique. I suggest that. I suggest that. Um, Speaking of, we still have to do, we've talked about doing an episode where we give terrible dating oh, advice and relationship oh, advice. Oh, I forgot about that. We really should do that. I'm writing that down right now. Also, yeah. we should take a quick word from our sponsors before we continue on. We really, really should. I think that this is a good time to have that moment with them. Broths. <laughs> <clears throat> so January is all about new, right? New year, new beginnings, fresh starts. And while it may not be January just yet, I'm already thinking about ways I can make my home feel fresh for the year with the help of Article. Our favorite. Yes, Article is the easiest way to shop for furniture and home decor to give your space a refresh. Oh my gosh, Article is great for so many reasons. Every time we talk about it, I immediately want to get on, on Safari on my phone and start going on their website. That's the best thing, the browsing experience. Instead of sorting through thousands of pages of home decor online or driving to dozens of stores to look for those perfect special pieces... Article gives you the best of both worlds by combining the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. The team of designers at Article focuses on just a few really beautiful design aesthetics like mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, bohemian, our favorites. So you can easily browse collections that go together and home shopping has never been easier and it's never been more gorgeous. I just love everything on their site. It's so good. Becca and I have both uh, been using Article. We have Article pieces in our yep. homes that we can attest. The quality is amazing. Yeah. I am always getting so many compliments on my Article pieces, but they don't cost nearly as much as people think they do by looking at them because Article sells their pieces at fair prices. In fact, uh, when you shop at Article, you'll save up to 30% over traditional retail prices because they cut out the middleman by selling directly to their customers and then pass those savings right back to you. How great is that? Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So go to article.com slash chatty. The discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty. You're going to get 50 bucks off your first purchase of $100 or more. It's the holiday season. And if you're a small business shipping anything right about now might be the time you feel like you are just absolutely drowning. Stamps.com is here to help you. When you ship with Stamps.com, you'll never have to go to the post office again. In this hectic time, this is a game changer, okay? That's right. No more long lines that never seem to get any shorter. No more hauling packages to and from your car. No more ridiculous shipping rates. Stamps.com has everything covered. With Stamps.com, you can do everything you would normally do at a post office right from your home computer. You can compare shipping rates across top carriers, print out shipping labels, and even schedule a pickup. And Stamps.com makes it so easy. Plus, Stamps.com integrates with most major selling platforms like Amazon, Etsy, and Shopify. So your customers can get automatic shipping updates from the time the order ships all the way in until it arrives at their door. But that isn't even the best part, Broads. With Stamps.com, you can save tons of money, too. Stamps.com offers you exclusive discounts from USPS, UPS, plus DHL, like 
big discounts. With Stamps.com, you can save as much as 40% off USPS and 76% off UPS shipping rates. That's massive. Saving you time and money this holiday season. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. Deliver more smiles this holiday and start shipping and saving with Stamps.com today. There is no risk. And with our promo code Chatty, you can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free shipping and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. You are up and running in minutes. Just go to Stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in Chatty. That's Stamps.com. Promo code Chatty. Stamps.com. Easy e-commerce shipping for less. A lot less. Okay, so anyway, um, another funny thing that happened was I was actually talking to you. I was, oh, okay, so I was talking to you. I was talking to your friend and then your friend's old roommate. And we were like all talking. And Gray yes. was there too, I think. Yes, yes, yes. And then... <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you said it or I said it or whatever. It was like, oh, Becca has a crush who's coming to the party or something. And Gray's just standing there like, no, you. Okay, so you said it. I said it. To me. Okay. And like, maybe I'm misreading this, but like Gray was standing there and you were like having this moment where you, I felt like we're being just playful. Yeah. And you were like, so I have a crush coming. Yes, yes, yes. So that like he could kind of, that we all could kind of hear it. And it was like a playful, fun moment. Yeah. And he's just like. And he was like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes he's already like my 65 year old husband who's just like, all right, here we here him she and, goes again. All him right. and Evan were killing me at the party. I can't <laughs> wait for their bros recap because the two of them were truly two old men just kind of like drinking beers like in the corner. We're just common. Like they were like the two guys from the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two yeah, old yeah, guys totally. who kind of watch and they were just yeah. like, what the fuck is this situation? <laughs> what are they wearing? What's happening here? What's happening here? Yeah. But yeah, you did that. So, so like, I said that and then, um, then uh, her friend was trying to guess on like who who it was who was coming, and Gray's just standing there. But then, um, then <laughs> but it was comical. It was a funny yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was trying to punish him publicly. No, I'm just I kidding. I was that. not trying to do that at all. But then, he, then her f- old roommate goes, "Oh, are you guys together?" To me and Gray, and then we were like, "Yes," or whatever, and started like cracking up. Uh-huh. You know, it was yeah. it was a funny moment. <laughs> and then what was really funny though is then later he comes up to me after Gray left, and he was like. I just want to say I am so sorry for like insulting like your husband like that. I did not know you guys were together. And like he seemed mad. <laughs> I was like, no, he was not mad. I was like, he was like, really? He seemed like he was pissed. And I was like, no, he was probably just really fucking high, dude. He does not care at all. Trust me. Um, and then I pulled Evan over and I was like, Evan, like this, blah, blah, blah. I explained it. I was like, does Greg care? And Evan's like, no, dude, he's, <laughs> he's, like, uh, he's, on a, he's operating on a different frequency that did not bother him and he's like okay but it was funny I was reflecting on it later because it just reminded me again like something we were talking about several weeks ago where Mm -hmm. it is important to try to be sensitive to what people other people are feeling and yeah and I I think what he did was awesome because well here's what I was going to say it reminded me that it is all in our imagination what we think other people are experiencing. Wow, very good point. Around us. Yeah. And, and he, you know, he was feeling anxious yes. after he said that at that yes. moment, thinking he just caused some some sort discomfort of discomfort yes. or insult. Yes. Yes. Um when that it was not a blip on either of our radars. Yeah. And I think he did the right thing. It was awesome too that he came up and apologized because not only could that clear the air if someone was insulted, but then also, um, the good thing was I was telling him like, no, he didn't do anything wrong. So he could let it go and not be torturing himself over yes. it. Yes. But it reminded me of like, 
be cautious the assumptions you make about how someone's feeling. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Especially if you're automatically, well, I don't know. I think it is good to be mindful of if you have insulted someone and and to apologize. I think that's, that's good. Probably even better in the moment of like, I am so sorry. Did that make you feel some type of way? I guess not to call them out in front of everyone. No, but like pulling them aside quietly or whatever. Like, I think that that's fantastic. It's like, again, it's, it's to acknowledge the other person and to, you know, apologize if there was a problem. And then also like for you to have full clarity in the moment of like, okay, was this, did I cross a line? Like, you know, do I walk away and like know that I offended someone in this way or whatever, you know? But it did remind me, I was like, oh, these are all in our brains. Our Mm -hmm. perceptions of other, how other people are feeling are our imagination. And sometimes our imagination is correct. Yes, sometimes Sometimes it is. A majority of the time it's correct. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's not. And so remember that you're concocting what you think other people around you are experiencing. That's very true. I mean, it was it's you could say the same thing about my interaction with the person who is rude to me. It's like I could assume that this person, you know, has these feelings about me. It's like I really don't know because I, I haven't talk to them about True. it at all and maybe True. i i mean at the end of the day maybe i did do something that really bothered mm. them it's unlikely because again <laughs> it happened immediately but i don't know i right. haven't had that conversation right. i think when someone is um consistently rude to you like i don't need to have i don't need to take up my space no. and be like Figure hey did i hurt yeah. you but it's just it's it's important to to recognize that like you don't know you don't know unless you ask. Well, and but I, what I think you did recognize in that situation is that it's more importantly, it's not about you. Yes. And that's what I think was so great is that you're like, this isn't about me. And, and so it didn't get to you. And it often isn't about us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's normally, you feel like it's always. <laughs> well, it's always about me because it's my life. It's my <laughs> life. I'm like, I'm all that I have. Yeah. So of course it's always about me. Right. Duh. No, duh. Right. That's so interesting. Yeah. And I actually had another question to ask you about crushes. Um, No. So this is, and I I asked you before we started recording the episode, but this is interesting to me. Okay. So if you have a normal friendship between someone of the opposite sex, let's say. Okay. There are obvious seemingly obvious boundaries i would say cultural norms mm-hmm. in terms of relationships mm-hmm. of like you know maybe you're not gonna go hang out at their house late at night one-on-one sure. you're not gonna hold hands with them you know you're not sure. gonna not you're not gonna you know it's probably not a great idea to start venting to them about your current relationship you know uh-huh. all these kind of like norms of how maybe not super appropriate mm-hmm. but there are, it is socially, I, I would say like in my dynamic with Grayson, I am fine with him g- grabbing lunch with another woman, mm-hmm. texting, chatting on the phone. Yeah. Within, you know, within limits, but that's, I guess, where my question is headed. So if you feel attracted to someone, like you have a crush on them. Okay. where do you draw the line in terms of, you know, and I said this before talking to you, like, you know, people talk about emotional cheating. Oftentimes that's like talking about what, you know, your feelings for someone, all of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But what about that, that aside, emotional, physical cheating aside, what about 
just someone that you really, like we were talking about last week, actually someone you want to be around, uh-huh. someone who you get excited to be around, who you'd love to talk to and see as much as possible. How do you handle that? Do you okay. just cut them out completely and be like, no, I'm feeling some kind of feeling. So therefore I'm going to shut the door on any kind of friendship or relationship with this person, um, which I feel like is the proper cultural norm answer. But, um, but yeah, this is a tough one. I think it is because I mean, obviously, first of all, if we're coming from this coming from a place of a monogamous relationship, right? Obviously if it's non-monogamous and then there's different conversations we're having. So just monogamous. And even in monogamy, I guess that's what I'm getting at is boundaries are often not clearly defined and sometimes you don't know until they're crossed. That's something that's very interesting. And people have different ideas. Yes. And you may think you and your partner are on the same page and you may not be. And that's something that's so interesting about monogamy, which is something that even if you're not interested in being in a non-monogamous relationship, I'm like, read non-monogamous literature, listen to podcasts, all that, because... The non-monogamous community does such an amazing job at constantly having communication, boundaries defined, like all of that. Whereas in, I feel like via, you know, again, the norms, the the norms mm-hmm. on uh, uh, quote unquote uh, in monogamous relationships are kind of just like, this is what culture has told and us. And there's a lot of assumptions. Lots of assumptions. And this- people are all wired very differently. So like yes. for some people... One thing would make them jealous and they'd feel like they're not okay with it versus, you know, something else wouldn't. Like, I mean, we, I talked about this on my Instagram a couple months ago where someone was like, my, you know, my, someone had posted, uh, my partner was in a, a sexual like chat room online. Is this cheating? And everyone was like, yes. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting because. And then there was, and then, you know, Gray was like, well, is it one-on-one? Is it with random people every time? Yeah. And we were just even talking about that. But, you know, it was just interesting because I was like, oh, if I found out that, I would be like, oh, hmm. As long as I didn't feel like the person was trying to obstruct the truth from me, I... I don't know. We all have, we, it's like oftentimes mm. you think about what you are comfortable yes, with. Yes, of course. And then you <laughs> project that onto the other person, right? Oh, completely. Oh, I'm fine with that. So you're probably fine with that too. Oh, completely. I'm not completely. cool with this. So you're probably not cool with that too. Yes. At least the things that you're willing to be open about. Right. Right. And then like sometimes yeah. you hide the things that you know that uh-huh. you wouldn't be comfortable with. Right. Um, which right. is then when the lines get crossed. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. And it's like a, at some you know, point, I think you also have to, the other person has to speak up and say, I have a problem with this. Yeah, you can't not, always clarify everything before you. you do it. It's not all on right? you. Yeah. And you're not obstructing the fact that you're doing that. So, so to me, that's another thing. Like if Gray is doing something that I don't feel okay with, but he's being very open about it with me, I would feel like, oh, wait, just so you know, I'm not cool with this, but I don't think I would be like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. it's like, obviously he's not, obviously he's not trying to hide it from me. Yeah. No, no, which no, changes the, the dynamic a lot. Um, cause doing, has someone doing something you don't like and then the person trying to deceive you so they don't, you don't figure it out is two very different things. We're trying to purposely not yes. let it come forward. Yes. I know that I would feel, um, way more hurt in a situation if I found out something 
was being hidden from me versus something happened that I wasn't comfortable with. Like you're not declining the FaceTime and then calling them later when you're not around Evan. Exactly. You know? True. That's a big difference. So, okay. And I asked Gray that last night. I go like, so if you have a crush on someone, like, like how is it appropriate to like be their friend? You know, like. Uh Uh-huh. Again, in a monogamous relationship, right? In our relationship. In your guys' relationship. And I was kind of saying that specifically about us. Like, um, and like, I don't know. I I guess I was open. Like, I don't know. This is a whole conversation for a different time. But, um, and he was just like, uh, just depends on the situation. I'm like, this is what's so. Well, that's the thing that's hard, right? So when you meet someone and you connect with them and you start having typical, like normal conversation, mm-hmm. like not massively intimate or a uh, sexy conversation, right. right? Like you're having like, like normal conversation and then you have that moment where you realize, like let's just say you don't cross any lines, but you have that moment when you realize where you're like, I might have a crush on this person. Like my feelings are bubbling up. That's when I suppose it shifts. And I guess the right thing to do if it, if you're not having that communication with your partner and like letting them know and like asking like is this something that you're comfortable with is then not having that communication anymore. But then and that's what I was thinking. But then I'm like that seems like a. At the same time, it's not just about your partner trusting you or whatever or or their trust. It's all about also about trusting yourself. I feel like yeah. And at the same time, I'm like I don't feel like it's wrong if you have some feelings for someone and you keep that to yourself you know it's like you don't want to get your partner rustled up oh and you, I think it's uh, yeah yeah you, I just don't know yeah I just go back and forth about it because at the same time it's like you know here's a perfect example your co-worker it's your co-worker yeah you can't leave that you, 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 you can't, can't, quit you your can't job. avoid them <laughs> yeah. right right so And sometimes I think we get so fucking in our heads mm-hmm. and feeling guilty about even just feeling the feelings for someone that we kind of can trip over ourselves and sometimes can make more of a mess out of a situation that wouldn't have been a mess if you just accepted like, oh, I have a crush on this person. And you and you set deliberate boundaries mm-hmm. in your head. We're not going to exchange phone numbers. You know, we're not going to hang out alone. And mm-hmm. you make a pact with yourself that you're not going to cross those lines. I don't know. I don't know. That's just. Yeah, an, no, I don't a- know either. This is such an interesting conversation because I had I've had a, a situation happen um, where I started like I have have a friendship with someone who is in a similar field mm-hmm. as us. And so we would start we started uh, conversing fairly regularly just because it was kind of like, oh, so we all, it kind of all started at the same time, right? So we like converse fairly regularly being like, oh, um, I have this situation going on. Do you know this person? Like, oh, are you having this issue with that? I mean, like it was yeah. business. Yeah. And, but there was definitely like, at least on what I felt where I was like, oh, 
I got a crush on right. you, little Bitsky, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And so, <laughs> and so, I mean, I told Evan, I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, you know, I think he's cute and whatever. And Evan, by the way, Evan could sense it from a mile yeah, away yeah. when I'd be like, oh, such and such just and called and whatever. Idiots. And Evan would just stare at me and be like, you're not, not obvious with this whole thing. He's like, you have a grin literally to both eyeballs right now and you're just beaming. So it's not, not obvious. Um, but then... I continued to have conversation with this person. And then when there was a moment where I was like, something feels like it shifted here and nothing happened, but it was just more like the energy shifted. Then I was like, I have to pull away. I think think you can sense it too sometimes where you're like, I wouldn't want my partner maybe seeing this. I think that's, yeah, exactly. When it was like nothing specifically, like there was nothing. And I, okay, honestly, it wasn't even one of those things for me where it was like, oh, I wouldn't want my partner seeing this. Mm-hmm. It was literally like there was something, I just felt a shift in energy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. this feels like, like this could start to, this, this feels like it could, it could cross a line in a direction where then I, things are snowballing. Yeah. I just want to be, I want to be hyper cautious and careful and make sure that it's communicated. And so, you know, chatted with Evan about it and it was like yeah, it's just you know it was like oh how's such and such and it was like oh I feel like you know it kind of just stopped because I just felt like it just the energy kind of yeah, shifted yeah. and and uh that's when you know it kind of had to but if that wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have really felt that energy shift where I knew in my being and I feel like I trust myself where I knew in my being that it was like not right something just changed that I think it would have been okay like again my my partner knows that I was texting back and forth with this individual and it wasn't any inappropriate conversation it was business it was friendship whatever did I have a little crush sure right right but I felt like it was okay but again but again if I would know that my partner would have a massive problem with it, then I feel like it would be a different story, totally. right? Totally. And that's not that's not saying that my partner is right. That's saying that's something we need to recalibrate right. in the relationship. You know, it's like maybe you have a partner who's toxically jealous and Super that's something insecure, that needs to be, yeah. you know, but you know, I think if you have a relatively healthy relationship and you're like, I know that my partner would like would have a problem with this just inherently, then mm. that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. something needs either needs to be renegotiated uh-huh. or behavior needs to shift. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a I think the best thing is to just talk about it, but it's definitely not easy. And I think because of just monogamous culture, you, like I said, immediately can feel a little guilty for even just being I know. attracted to someone, you know? I know. And you're just like, oh, I'm which, like betraying my partner. Which is so unhealthy. Yeah. It's like, if you feel guilt because you are attracted to somebody, what I believe that then pushes inherently is dishonesty. Because then you start to hide. Shame. And it's shame versus it being like, I acknowledge the fact that I am attracted to this person or have a crush on this person. And I also acknowledge the fact that that's okay. And that's just normal. And I don't need to feel full of shame that I only have eyes for one person for the rest of my life. (laughs) I made a magic vow that took away all other human beings. I have eyes for no one. 
It's like feelings no. for no one else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So interesting. Okay, mm. well, last thing is you're supposed to tell us about um Oh my gosh, San Diego. yes. I need to give you a the follow through of yep, what happened with the San Diego trip. Please. Okay. So I ended on that uh this okay, so broads, if you haven't listened, listen to our episode uh jack jess gets wasted uh, at bachelor nation <laughs> event episode um where i then start to talk about that i brought two of my friends with me to this um bachelor focused event thrown by Stefan lovegrove god bless um and they were connecting and building with people right away one of my friends who's as charming as all hell connected with this guy who ends up you know being attractive, fun, hot, rich, all the things, who right away is like, I want to take you on my yacht tomorrow. So now <laughs> I left on a little bit of a cliffhanger made it sound like we went on the yacht. We I know. did not go on the yacht because um, my, <laughs> speaking of my husband and boundaries, my king who, you know, when I get out of town, he gets the call the next morning where I'm just like, you we will. met up with some guy and we partied until five and he's like, I hope you had fun. And yeah, he's yeah. so, you know, yeah, he's, he's so chill about all that. Yes. We have an agreement where it's like, yeah. we're all good, you know. Um, but he when he heard that we were potentially going on some strange man's uh -huh. boat, he was like, you know, I never say anything, but I would feel quite uncomfortable um, if you got on some man's uh, boat and went out <laughs> on to the high sea, <laughs> the high seas and were interfering with sea law and God knows what he might do on the high seas. This is danger, danger. What's wrong with you guys? Don't do this. You met him yesterday. <laughs> My brain does not go there. My brain goes tan on the deck no, I was just honey like, no literally because i because my so my girlfriend who um he was obsessed with you know he said to her let me take you out on my yacht and she's like only if my girlfriends are there we are in san diego together and then he's like but of course yeah and so my brain is like who else are we inviting <laughs> we're gonna look so cute i can't wait to, to uh, get some stories from this on this nice nice boat um and evan was just like that's gonna be uh you guys should not do that <laughs> I'm shutting it down. I'm folks. shutting it down. And he was on FaceTime and my girlfriends were like, Evan, stop being so boring. <laughs> and then after he hung up, they're like, he's probably right. <laughs> Honestly, so, that was a point we hadn't thought about. And so now, no so now that we're regrouping, we're realizing maybe it wasn't a great call. Um, so, uh, my friend who he was in love with, uh, him and her had been FaceTiming so much so far this morning even though they had just met huh. which is always so brazen uh -huh. to me which i, I love yeah. she's facetiming him FaceTime, constantly yeah. facetime and they're just I, by the way facetime as she's waking up no makeup and she's like i could just see her right now like hello gorgeous hello toots her legs straight in the air and i'm just like just the 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 boldness i just commend so much um but then she tells him direct she goes because she had said we were going to go on the yeah. boat with him. And she'd been texting him that whole morning uh -huh. saying, we're meeting you at uh -huh. this time. So then after we decide this, she FaceTimes him and she goes, hey, Toots, so here's the deal. We're not 100% sure how safe you are as a human being. So we're not comfortable with you taking us out to sea. And um, he's like, totally get it. That's okay. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, he's like, if your friends don't want to come and you want to come. And she's like, absolutely not. She's like, that Red sounds flag. scarier. But she's saying this to him directly. She's like, that sounds way more horrifying. She's like, if you want to buy us dinner and um, make sure that you take us to like a really nice bar and pay for everything tonight, we will come out. Yeah. 
So she said directly to him, again, a man she met yesterday, if you want to hang out with me, buy me a nice dinner, take us to a nice uh, bar, you're going to be paying for me and my friends, and we better do something fun. And she said that honestly to him. And he said, okay, I got you. So cut to the next day, or cut to that night where he has purchased... um, he bought us. We d- we weren't ready to go out yet, so he paid for our room service because she asked. Yeah. Yeah. And then he um, <sighs> had gotten us r- VIP wristbands to the club um, and gotten bottle service. And so then we met up at some house party before. We were there for about 30 minutes. And then again, my friend said to him, hey, we don't know a lot of people here and we don't really want to be here right now until the club starts. So we want to go somewhere else. And he said, sounds great. He Ubered us to a bar <laughs> and paid for our drinks and took us to that bar, got us through the line. We're still not sure. We call him the mayor of San Diego because he went up in front of every line and got in. So we're not 100% sure who this guy is. Um, he was no smoke show, bro. He was smoke not. Smoke bro. Smoke, what did they call <laughs> He might have been part of that crew, the smoke bros. <laughs> smoke bros. Um, but he, so then she said, I want to go here. And he goes, great. And then we get to the club afterwards. We have bottle service. We're there. My other girlfriend and I are dancing. They're doing their thing. Um, they are alone for a little bit. And then she was like, that's enough. I'm done with you for the evening. Thank you so much. We had a great time. Now I'm going to wrap it up with my friends. So then she leaves him. And then us girls hang out. And then we leave by ourselves. The next morning. What does he do after she says, you know, like, going to go hang with my girls? He just fully respected her. And, and what did he do, though? Just like stood just, with a drink? No, because there was a, it's a he, club. There's oh, a ton okay. of people there, okay. right? So okay. he, she was like, she was very great. You know, thank you so much. So appreciate yeah. this. Yeah. And you're very generous. But now it's time yeah. for me to be yeah. with my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, the next morning we woke up and you know, she FaceTimed him and she was like, thank you so much for last night. And we were like, thank you. We so appreciate it. Da, 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 da. And then she said, <laughs> she's like, honestly, what I would really like at this point now, because she's like, I have to leave in like two hours is I would like some flowers. And so he's like, you got two hours. And she says, yes, I have two hours. 30 minutes later, He's like, okay, you're just going to have to go down to the front in about an hour. Like to the front mm-hmm. desk. And he had flowers being sent. And she said, you're so sweet, but I really don't want to have to leave my room. So <laughs> he found someone who was available that he knew who could take the flowers and bring them up to our room. And she said, I'm not comfortable giving you my exact room number, but to the floor. So two hours later on the dot, there was a dozen roses for her, a dozen roses for Katie and I, my friend and I, and a bottle of champagne. How do you even get that so quick? I don't know how he did it. I really don't. And then they continued to text over the next couple days, and he's super into her, but she then continued to be super direct i was telling her i was like if you're not super into this guy like in the way that you want to like pursue anything she like really liked him she thought it was really fun he was a great guy but she was like i'm not like wanting to like 
be serious and he really likes me. And I'm like, you don't owe him anything. Like, yeah. you know, just let you him can, off the hook. Can just fade away, you yeah. know, whatever. You don't have to, whatever. And she was like, no, I need to be direct with yeah. him. And so she told him directly, like, you know, I'm not interested in, in anything more than like, you know, yes, yeah, so the text. Hi, was hello. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah well. whatever. And then he, he heard her, he respected her. And then they went about their merry way and maybe something more would happen in like a fun way in the future. But the the moral of this story that I took away is that you can ask for what you want. It's true. Because that's what she did over and over it's true. and over again the entire weekend. It's true. There was no, oh my God, he's super cute. And maybe if I flirt and hint, he'll get the gist of what I want. She kept looking at him and being like, I don't want to go there. I want to go here and we're going to do it with my friends and said it very directly to him. And it's like worst case scenario, he'd say fuck that and he'd peace out. Yeah. And then, okay, then he's gone. Yeah. But the fact that it was like, no, I know what I want and I'm just going to ask. And she was also sort of like picking up on the capacity of what he had to offer too, right? Because it's like you can also sort of pick up on that with someone. It's like, you know, maybe this this person isn't a balling out, you know. But, oh, and but uh, yeah, and she wouldn't ask that of someone who no, wasn't, right, you know. But, exactly. but she, but she would have asked it in in a communication and emotional capacity. Exactly. Like it would have been like, I'm not comfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. I will meet you if you have two friends there mm-hmm. for my two right, friends. Exactly. That's it. And if we walk in and there's not two other friends and right. it's just you, I'm right. leaving. Right. And that's how she operates. And it's pretty great to test people like that honestly yeah. especially men <laughs> of course but of course it's i i wish i was better at that i am not good at that at all but Me she either. is so good at it because it's like no this is what i i am my own being yeah. i am an autonomous being and here's this guy who i think is cute and i'd like to hang out with him and he's fun but i don't owe him anything right so i'm just going to tell him exactly what i want and if he says no, oh well, and we walk away. And also being aware of like, eh, well, what I have to this is what I have to offer, and I'm a great time, and you're gonna enjoy your time around me. And so I feel like I'm worth putting in a little effort for. <laughs> if you want to hang out with me, these are the expectations right. that right. I have, right. and I'm gonna put them out there, and I'm not gonna make you try to guess them and assume them. I'm just going to tell you. And if you wanna hang out with me enough, then we're gonna be on the same page. I love it. And I, love I loved it. the energy so much. And it was just incredible to see. Like I said, even if it wasn't stuff, it wasn't even so right. much the stuff. It was more like... Um, no, because I know how she is. You're, you're right. It's like, like you said, it, it's okay. Well, like you said, provide... To, uh, I want two friends. Right. I know, I, I know exactly it, what you're talking and, about. And, and, and because of that, there's... It's always like fully... It's, it's what we were talking about earlier. It's a communication. I fully communicated to you what my expectations are. I fully communicated to you how I feel about this. And if you're not okay with that, then you're not going to show up and you're not going to do what I asked. And then I'm going to just go hang out with my friends instead. Okay, so that's how I should push it with Gray. If you don't feel comfortable (laughs) with me having another boyfriend, here's the door, sweetie. Then you're going to have to say goodbye. (laughs) I would like to introduce you to my new boyfriend. And if you don't get along with him, then I'm going to choose him instead of you. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, this is more relationship advice. No, I actually think that's fantastic with someone that you're, but that you potentially could start a relationship. That's with. my thing. I'm like, I understand when we're. I don't. I don't see it as being manipulative or no. narcissistic or anything. I think, it's like, I think it's the opposite of manipulative. You're being direct. 
Not to mention, I mean, this is a very heteronormative way of looking at it, but like when someone's pursuing you and is interested in you, then it's like, well, work for it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you can put a little work in. You can put a little work in. Because the way that she looks at it is even whether whether there is or not, she always has this mindset of there's a line waiting, honey. And even if there's not, she lives that way. Right. There and will I, be a line. She's like, there, there will, will be. be. And if there's not right now, I'll make one. And that's the energy. And it's so good because it's so much self-love energy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And I, granted, I, you know, when I was gleaning this life advice and experience mm-hmm. from her, I was like, am I going to go to my husband of 10 years and be like, <laughs> if there's not flowers on the door at right. the doorstep, I'm not showing oh. up. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about somebody who you met 24 hours ago. Yeah. Where it's like, we're casually dating, and I don't know, and that's what I love. She always says that. She always goes, I don't know who you are. Right. So. I don't know you, sweetie. I don't know who you are, so, yikes. Well, I think <laughs> it's just can. communicate it. I think you can infuse it to, into your relationship sometimes, especially if you are a woman who is with a man, and, I mean, those are the only relationships that I'm really familiar with, but I know at times that um, women can tend to give a lot of themselves, Yes. And give a lot of emotional labor and all of that. Yes. And it's been healthy for me to uh, sexually and in other areas to be like, mm, to be a little bit of a princess sometimes and be like, yes, mm, no, I don't want to do that. Yes. And you can do this for me and serve me. And I, sometimes I think that that's uh, I've been exercising that a little bit. And I think sometimes it can actually improve the dynamic and be like, and I think that. Yeah, I don't know. I I could make a lot of overgeneralized gendered assumptions, but I think that sometimes um, like we were talking about masculine and feminine dynamics, taking gender out of it, but just talking about like energies. I think that sometimes like, you know, uh, someone with a masculine energy who needs to exercise that more needs to be pushed, you know, to mm-hmm. to serve and give. She has that mentality when she is starting to date a guy and you weed through the ones who wouldn't be interested. Honestly. Or the people that wouldn't be interested in putting in labor when you're a year or two into the relationship. Mm-hmm. When things are not as exciting mm-hmm. and sparkly as they were. And I'm just all about the, I'm just all about the communication. Yeah. I'm just all about just the directness. the directness of it. And because I think that it's it's in so many ways beneficial. You communicate exactly what your expectations are. You keep yourself safe. Like there's so many things that it's like, oh, I'm I'm making sure that I am completely comfortable at all times in the situation. And I've watched her when she's mm. not comfortable leave like that Mm. and go nope and there's no owing of anything there's no like oh we've been here and you you Mm. bought all this for us and so even though you're kind of like i don't really like your vibe i'm gonna stay here longer no absolutely not well i think because implicit in that is you have to clarify your own desires and your own and so which means you have to reflect you have to know what you want what you need in order to be able to ask for it and so i think having a healthy habit of asking for what you need requires you to figure that shit out. And so I think that she probably has a lot of experience figuring out when do I feel most comfortable? When do I feel taken care of? How, why, you know, what, where? And then that in and of itself is going, is, is sometimes far above what I feel like I exercise in reflecting on what's lacking. Same, same. And I'm like, when I, when I dabble in that, my also my confidence skyrockets yeah 
because I'm a little bit like if I put out there because so often I just and I'm not even talking about in a romantic way, just in like on a human level, work, friendships, uh, family. I don't directly tell people what I want often Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I don't want to make someone uncomfortable. I don't want them to say yes, but not really mean it. Like, you know, if I'm if I'm in a situation with like, you know, my my mom and I say, hey, I'm not comfortable going to this family dinner because such and such is there. And she and I'm like, is that okay? Do you understand that? You know, do you understand that? And she says, uh, yeah, I totally get it. But she doesn't mean that. It's not, I did what I could. Right. But I often won't just communicate with people directly. I want this. Yeah. I don't want to go to this. I, whatever. And when you do, it's so freeing and so Mm. necessary and empowering. And I think it's a good example for my, my daughter. And so I'm like, Mm. I'm taking... I'm starting 2022 with Becca boundary energy from the party and my friend energy from San Diego. <laughs> I love what you said when you were like, yeah, just ask. I just have to ask. Yeah, it's true. And, and, I've, and I've had that conversation with Gray sometimes before where like, he'll, he'll like, you know, he's like, how could you ask that of me? And I'm like, I don't know. You can say no. <laughs> and then he's like, but I feel guilty. And I'm like, that's your problem mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And vice versa. If people yeah. are asking things of you and you agree to it, who's that on? Yep. Now, if someone treats you badly because you don't agree to do something, that's a different story. No, 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 no. We're talking about from a healthy perspective Obviously. here. We're talking from a healthy perspective. But like if I, it's like, it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, Jess, can you friends... take on this? Can you take on this and bring this to the event? Yeah, no, totally. Absolutely. And then I'm sitting here going like, fucking bitch, da, 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 da. And I, she expects me to bring this. It's like, no, I, I could say, no. I'm really busy. Actually, I feel yeah. I've been feeling exhausted lately. I don't feel like I can take uh, on yeah. Else. No, I I'm sorry. I have I've a lot of stuff going on that week. But um, good luck. Yeah, sweetie. But I appreciate you asking, putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. But maybe next year, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next year. You stare. Don't invite me to no, a party. They, they ask again. you. They just ask you. Can you do that? And you just stare at them. And that's the technique. It, it's the full circle. <laughs> just, like, I, Jess. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, take that as a no. You're like, yes, that's how I set my boundaries. <laughs> Just staring in silence and a little slight smirk. Stare, stare, smirk, oh, silence. God. The three oh. S's. <laughs> well, I had so much fun and I'm so excited for the episode. I know. For the, 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 the final three, the I know. top three fantasy meets. I know. It's so about that to recap get will be out on Thursday. Can't Stoked. wait. And then the boys have a special holiday episode coming out on Friday. And I think they'll be recapping the party a little bit too. Maybe jingle, we'll jingle, hear about jingle, it from jingle, their perspective. Jingle. Can't wait. <laughs> hey, Brods. Chat soon. Chat soon. Bye. <laughs>